there's no experience that is good or bad. Okay, because this is part of the opportunity is for us, goodness gracious, we're courageous people, um, for us to be born into a black and white, dogmatic, dualistic, third dimensional, hardcore matrix and be the level of soul that has the capacity to shake off that matrix without leaving the meat suit, without leaving the body and bring us into an embodiment of soul incarnated fifth dimension, fifth density and beyond while still being in this lifetime. Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sanyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciant and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. Hello and welcome. This is Chai, a longtime student of Ishtadev Niwas, and welcome to our second episode in our second season. In this 2022 Karma to Dharma lecture, Sanyasi Shivani gives us a succinct explanation of what this new reality is. It is us as we begin to expand and perceive beyond the third dimension and into the fifth dimension. She provides tools such as a Mona practice, reframing the stories of who we are, disidentifying from our samskaras, and an overall understanding that right now we are going through a complete physical, emotional, and mental realignment. She explains that this new reality is an internal exploration so that we may step into the beings that we are meant to be. Using the brilliant analogy of a diamond, Shivani explains how we have the awareness of our place within the whole, and the importance of our inner work so that we can let who we are shine through. This inner work involves understanding that where we put our energy is what becomes manifest. This inner work also involves understanding that we are not the doers, and that our duty is to experience each sacred moment with full care. It brings a whole new meaning to life. Namonarayan, everybody. This is Sanyasi Shivani. I'm uh, very excited to welcome you to Karma to Dharma for 2022. Uh, today, uh, I want to set the tone for 
our exploration as a collective this year. Uh, I want to go um, beyond because I think that's what this. I think that's what spirit is asking us to do personally this year is to go beyond anything that we have ever known. So um, I would like to use this time, this lecture to explore some concepts that are kind of thrown out there, uh, kind of airy fairy um, terms like um, surrender, co-creation, 5D, 4D, densities, dimensions, um, and, and what does this actually mean and how can we use our time together to explore internally, because this is where it all has to come from, it has to come from inside of ourselves, to uh, explore what a new reality is. And I'm not going to say looks like, because it's not as superficial as looks like. It is a new reality. You know, and if you're, if you're a mama, um, I'd like you to explore this time in Karma to Dharma in the same way as you did in your last month of pregnancy. That you realize that there is the time before you were a parent and then there's going to be the rest of your life as you are a parent. Um, and if you haven't had children, there's, there's lots of things, you know, uh, lots of milestones in the life that are sort of before and after buying a new home. Um, uh, starting jobs, uh, university, marriage, you know, any of those things. But it's a visceral, it's a hormonal, it's a, it's a completely physical, emotional, mental realignment that is happening that is so darn delicious. I want us to use our K2D time to explore the flavors and to like really like tease out what is this made out of you know what is this moment made out of and how do we get these moments to create a reality that and we haven't even dreamed of we haven't even been able to dream of yet because the constructs within the third dimensional matrix or the think of it like a like a video game like the earth in the third dimension in this incarnation is very much like a video game we have our soul that is perceiving and watching uh us play out our avatar in a video game um, except that we get so emotionally invested in what's happening in the video game that we forget that there is something outside of it, that it's actually not real, that it's actually a reality because we are engaging with it. And this is the first point I want to make. That where you put your mental and emotional energy is the thing that becomes manifest. Now, a lot of these concepts, of course, I would have spoken to like surrender and yada yada. I've spoken to about before. Um, but as we go through this time together, I really want I want you to listen with new ears. I want you to soften your skin like you've never done before. I want you to really, really contemplate, analyze, digest and then embody these concepts. Where you put your attention where you put your 
energy, your life force energy, your Shakti, that is what is manifested. Now, uh, of course, we can say, oh, well, that's easy. You know, just put your, your mind into, um, into things that you want to manifest. But as, as most of you, myself included, will admit that the mind can be very tricky. The mind imagines people dying. The mind imagines tragedy happening. The mind imagines all sorts of things that we don't want to manifest. And these are the samskaras. These are the memories, the echoes of collective conscious and past lives that are not past lives. They're actually in this moment, but they're echoing into our reality. See, because there is no past and there is no future. There is only now. And your belief of what now is made up of creates the construct of what your now, your now is made up of. See, my personal experience, especially since um, Solstice last year, um, there was a huge shift. There was a huge portal for about three weeks. I think it was the 15th of December to like the 11th of January or something like that. Um, a huge portal opened and the amount of plasma, the amount of light that has been hitting uh, the earth, that has been hitting us, uh, um, that we have been absorbing since then has been incredibly profound. And whether you're aware of it or not, you are being activated, you are being influenced, you are absorbing uh, this light. It is changing you. And you may have experienced it in um, in what foods you're attracted to, what foods you're digesting. I know I've had like many, many times in the last year um, where I have been perfectly fine one moment and 10 minutes later, I got to go lie down. Um, I cannot function. I cannot think. I cannot speak. I cannot do anything except lie down. And I've come to acknowledge that those are actually times when, whether it's a solar flare or a plasma, that we're actually like being bombarded with so much new energy that our body can actually function in this reality and digest it at the same time. So you go lie down for an hour and then um, you feel a bit better. So... These are things I want you to start to really take notice of and not uh, dismiss them, right? Not dismiss them because they are signs that you're being asked to shift, to shift on every level of your being, okay? Um, when, as we go through this karma to dharma, when we talk about 5D, Right? I want you to understand that there's okay, there's third dimension. And third dimension is made up of first density, second density, third density, and part of fourth density. Um, in varying degrees of frequency. That we're talking about frequency of light. Okay, everything is in a gradient. Nobody is like hardcore fifth D, fifth density, blah, blah, five dimension, fifth density, blah blah blah. This is hardcore, blah 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 blah. Everything is on a gradient. Like there are aspects of ourselves that are still very anchored into the lower frequency of the 3D matrix. And that's okay. Those to acknowledge it is the most important part, I think, because 
that they have to be um, they have to be cycled out in their natural progression for your journey okay for your journey and as we are moving through this very rapid frequency shift you know there are some parts that are going to stay lower and denser and slower and then there's going to be other aspects of your life other interactions with different people other times where you're like whoa three hours just went by in one minute or that person said one sentence and suddenly I understand like a whole book's worth of information or you know like you're going to have these different experiences of what time and space and information and understanding and embodiment mean and there's no experience that is good or bad okay because this is part of the opportunity is for us goodness gracious, we're courageous people, um, for us to be born into a black and white, dogmatic, dualistic, third dimensional, hardcore matrix, and be the level of soul that has the capacity to shake off that matrix without leaving the meat suit, without leaving the body, and bring us into an embodiment of soul incarnated fifth dimension fifth density and beyond while still being in this lifetime like that is a huge mission i think that's huge and the fact that you're even listening to this the fact that we're even having this conversation tells me that you are that soul that you are ready for that that you are part of that awakening but there are, it's a gradient. It's not a, I woke up one morning and suddenly I was a completely different person. No, there are aspects of the personality and there are levels of karma. There are levels of, um, and when I say karma, I don't mean like punishment. I mean like uh, patterning that has to be disidentified with. There's just levels of things that need to be disidentified with. And this is another thing that I really want us to take notice of as we go through this journey together for karma to dharma is reorientating our identification okay and reframing not being afraid to reframe the major events in our life so that they are reframed into a bigger picture and that's going to help with the healing or the recalibration because that's all that healing actually is it's a recalibration of a belief or a memory that's what healing is it's a recalibration of a belief or a memory and if you have the ability to take this memory or take this belief and go huh this is why this is why i have believed this, this is what happened that led me to experience that and then that created this belief and then this has created this memory. What if I step back and look at it from, from the outside in? How would I reframe that? How would I reintroduce myself to that narrative? How would you reintroduce yourself to the narrative of your life? You know, it's, it is my firm belief that uh, which of course can be reframed at any time, but it is my firm belief that uh, when you drop the meat suit and you leave this incarnation, that you have an opportunity to review and to uh, sort of debrief 
your experience of the human incarnation this time around? What did you excel at? What could you have got better? How did you respond to that? Where did that come from? What is needed here? How can we, are there any echoes that can be digested afterwards? You know, and this is why we had the Sodashi uh, 16 days after somebody dies, all the mantras that are done, all of the puja that are done is to actually help recalibrate any garments that can be done after they've left their body so that they uh, have a more digestion after they've left their body. And so, you know, when you look at these and you reframe and you reintroduce yourself to the narrative, do you have to, do you have to leave your body to be able to do that? Do you have to leave your body to be able to see, to witness your life as you remember it? Because you're not witnessing your life you're witnessing the memory of your life your life is not what it was your life is what you remember it was like there is so much empowerment in that so much empowerment in that that your life is not what it was it's what you remember that it was and you have the ability to look at the major aspects of your life and reintroduce yourself to the narrative, reframe the narrative, not the facts. I'm not talking about reworking the facts. I'm talking about reworking the narrative of how you integrate that memory, how that memory is interacted within your energy body how it's absorbed into your completion, how it makes you more whole rather than fragments you in trauma and in pain and in shame and in guilt and in fear and about that it makes you smaller and smaller and smaller. So this is, this is one of the fundamental aspects of um, stepping into a new reality is that we have to look at who we are, who we think we are, who we think we have been, who we want to be, who we think we want to be from a different perspective. And a perspective that is simultaneously, unbelievably crucial to the harmony and balance of the whole of creation. Absolutely pivotal important, beautiful, necessary to the balance. Imagine, imagine a diamond with all of the faces, all of the facets perfectly balanced and then like take one out. It would, you know, it sends everything out, you know, out of balance. The, the, the mass is not changed. There is the same amount of mass, but the, 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 the uh, refraction of light changes. So your face, your facet in the diamond is incredibly important to the balance of everything. Simultaneously, you don't exist. Which, you know, those, those two things, you don't exist, which means it does not matter. Uh, and your facet is completely and utterly pivotal to the moment, to the balance of the moment of the cosmos to me feels liberating liberating it, it it allows my my experience of those two 
sentences allows me to really, really focus, really take care, take care, take care with this moment, with your words and your interactions and what you're doing and how you're doing it and everything, to take care of every moment because if you take care of every moment in your life, then your life becomes a tapestry of care, of love, of love that can be seen, not love that is hidden, that is pushing, pushing the stuff to the surface, trying to be seen. Because that's all of our interactions are. They're love trying to be seen that are like under a wedge of shame and a, and a sludge of fear. And, you know, and love is like trying to push. To, and so all we see in the surface is the fear and the, and the shame and the blah, 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 blah. But when you take care of every single moment, knowing that you are not the doer, with the intention of taking care and the acknowledgement that you have a role, this facet has a role, a duty. The facet has a duty. This spark of divinity has a duty, but I do not exist. Really like lightens the load of full care, no responsibility. Full care, full effort, full intention, but not the doer. Not the doer. Because the creation itself is the doer. It is manifesting this moment to experience the self of this moment from the self, for the self, to the self, by the self. Purnamada, purnamidam, purnam, purnamudachate, purnasya, purnamadaya, purnamada, viva, vashishyate. You know, you cannot take anything from the whole. So you have a duty, and your duty is to experience this moment. Not control, not manifest, not uh, do, not not push, not create, not, you know, but to experience. That is your duty, to experience this moment from the perspective of being able to see where the divine creation, the flow of the whole is guiding you, of where it needs you, where it needs itself, to shine through your face, through your perspective, through how you perceive, because your facet, your face sees a wedge of the world that no other facet in the diamond can. And that perspective, that facet, the way the light refracts, reflects and shines on that plane on this plane is the self expressing the self, experiencing the self. But just like in, a, like in a diamond, the facet, the way the diamond is cut becomes the face, becomes the facet. But the facet itself does not exist. The facet is the plane 
of how the light hits the diamond. But it's the facet itself does not exist. You cannot uh, remove the facet from the diamond. The facet is the diamond, but it is the way the perspective of that plane of diamond and the way the light interacts with it. And that's what you, my loves, are. You're a facet. You don't actually exist. You are part of the diamond, but your facet is a placeholder for a specific perspective. And the opportunity is for that facet to be cleaned to, to, uh, to not be ref ref reflecting uh, a distortion. And that's what the samskaras and the vasanas, the impressions, the karmas, all the things that aren't love. That's what it is. It's just grime on the facet. And that's what karma yoga does. It cleans the facet. You know? So that what you're seeing, what you're perceiving, is truth. And through the surrendering to duty, the soul's duty, you're able to report back, to experience, to shine, to acknowledge this moment and all the frequencies, the symphony of frequencies of the third dimension and the fifth dimension and all the different densities and everything are here in this moment. And you can tune aspects of your consciousness like a tuning fork or like a radio. You can tune your ears, your inner ear, to be able to hear the different radio stations. Like every density is density of consciousness where there are different beings living, different uh, different aspects of the facet, different aspects of the diamond, different faces are resonating at. This is, this is what we are capable of within our spinal cord. So This is a new reality. And the new reality doesn't mean, you know, we start flying. I mean, it's not, I'm not talking about technology. There will be advances of technology. I'm sure, quite, quite sure that there are going to be quite mm, huge leaps in technology in the next little while in our lifetime. I mean, goodness gracious. Do you remember the TVs with the rabbit? years when you were a kid that you had to get up and move to the other side of the room to change the channel and then we only had three channels in New Zealand well we had two and then we got the third one you know and you know and now now look at us we have iPads and you know FaceTime and you know it's like the Jetsons um I think we're going to be having huge technological advances but technological advances is not the same as levels of consciousness and i want to make that really 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 clear okay 
consciousness is living from the place that is not identified as an island, an individual, but has the experience and the awareness of its place within the whole, as the whole, and its interaction with the whole. Within our, within our spinal columns, we have a full third dimensional dense, uh, dimensional uh, matrix from Manipura to Muladhara. And then we have the fifth dimension from Anahat to Agnya. So this new reality is not rejecting the third dimension, but no longer being limited to it. But that, you know, sounds simple. But it is like giving birth. You can't go back. You know? And we need to really um, do the work. But not do the work like it's a laborious thing. It is a treasure hunt of self. Doing the work is not changing who you are. It's letting who you are be the dominant experience. Okay, doing the work is not changing who you are. It is letting who you are. It's finding the ways and the light and the treasure of who you are who you already are, the completion of who you already are, who we already are, to be the dominant experience in this moment and this one. And to do that, we need to work the portals from feeling, which is a third dimensional swadhisthan, sovereignty once we have our sovereignty then we can start using the portals from swadhisthan through the shuddhi through the portal of deep silence deep listening and this is the first thing that i want us to explore in our new reality sadhana this month is i want you to explore mona there is an entire reality of frequency that we can tap into when the vrittis of the mind slow and cease. When we're still in action, still cleaning and cooking and moving and gardening and doing all the things that need to be done. But once we've held verbal silence, for a while, then we can tap into this frequency of Mona, inner silence, unto Mona, inner silence. Now, once you've tapped into that frequency and you're able to hold that frequency, it's a muscle, 
right? To start with, you can hold it for five minutes and then it's gone. Mine's back in, cell phone's on, children are running around, you know, but, 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 but. but once you can hold that frequency for a decent amount of time, then you learn how to speak and hold the inner silence at the same time. So Mona is not a lack of communication or ceasing of speaking. Mona. But what it is, is the inner silence. And once you have tapped into that inner silence, then you start to learn how to communicate verbally without losing it. You can't connect to it without ceasing talking to start with. It's, I think, near on impossible unless grace prevails, right? You've got to actually hold silence for a certain amount of time. And then you'll feel the frequency shift. And how do you know the frequency has shifted? Well, in my experience, uh, it's that moment where speaking is so undesirable, rudimentary, ch childish, stupid, unnecessary, burdensome to speak becomes this like why are we communicating in a way that is so frivolous people talk constantly about stuff that does not matter they are filling the space with frequencies of words that do not matter when you feel like that that's when you've tapped into inner silence. Now, this is the this is the home of telepathy. When you have tapped into that frequency, that is the home of telepathy. Then you know that you've tapped into the portal into the fifth dimension. Okay. And then you drop down into the third dimension again. And yeah. From there, from there, I think you start to understand the experience of surrender, which we're going to get into in the next lecture. So I hope this gives you some food for thought of orientation of a new reality. I'm very much looking forward to this series of karma to dharma with you i truly feel that if you are here you're ready for this and this is what niwas embodies this is what i am committed to this is what lights us up so we're very excited to have you with us on this journey and um yeah i will have the anta mona practice posted for you. I'd like you to practice it. Uh, the practice of Antamona, I'd like you to practice it for 10 to 20 minutes, three times a week. Uh, and then I would like you to choose um, up to 24 hours a day where you are able to not speak. Now, 
if you have young children, I am not expecting you to ignore them. That's just not where they function. But do figure out what you can do from when they go to bed until when they wake up. Can you hold silence twice a week for that period? Can you do that? No TV, no phones, no internet, no books, no nothing from when your kids go to sleep at night until when they wake up the next morning. Are you able to hold that time to practice mona? And some of you, if you don't have children, you'll be able to practice it for longer. Um, I want to see what your experience is. I want to hear what your questions are. Um, yeah, as we go through this process. Hello, it's Chai again. As you may have noticed at the beginning of this episode, I had introduced it as a Karma to Dharma lecture. This gave you a sneak peek into a course that I've been participating in for the past two years. And because of the wonderful elements of the course, I tell you, I have enjoyed the most excellent physical, emotional, and mental health that I have ever in my whole entire life. I didn't even know being this healthy was a possibility. This program is centered around a community. It offers lectures that introduce concepts that expand your growth and awareness. And I can't explain it, but I found the lectures are a wonderful uplifting for my whole being. Also included in the course are prescribed transformational sadhanas that you practice with a buddy who helps you stay consistent with your practice to maximize the health benefits. And there are community satsangs or discussions around truth that will also open up your mind to the epic opportunities out there to grow into the best version of yourself. So if you are interested, this program will be starting back April 1st, 2023 in its newly evolved version of itself called Roots and Wings. You can go to solaceandshine.ca and click courses to find out more information about this delicious course. See you there. Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. We would love to hear what inspired you. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon. And don't forget, soften and expand.